Hi, and thanks for joining us on another episode of Beyond the Chair. My name is Greg Presti, and I'm CEO of Local Search for Dentist, a full-service dental marketing agency. And I'm joined by Dr. Chris Salerno, Chief Editor of Dental Economics Magazine and Practicing Dentist. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about ethical marketing and what is considered to be ethical marketing and we'll dip into what's not ethical and i know this is one of your favorite topics to talk about so i'm just going to let you sort of uh, start the conversation because i'm sure um, there are a lot of folks out there who haven't been involved in heavy marketing campaigns and maybe are looking to get into it or ones that have dabbled or wouldn't want to improve and sort of want to make sure that they're keeping their image and brand in order. Um, so tell us a little bit about what your idea of ethical marketing is and sort of when you're looking at marketing, what quantifies those things? Yeah, so there is um, unfortunately not always a very clear line that can be crossed from ethical into unethical territory. Um, the ADA does provide in their, in their ethics and, and bylaws, uh, they do give some guidance into what would be considered unethical marketing. And you can imagine where, yeah, from a business term, it's fine to, to refer to, to other dentists as competition, that's, that's accurate. But in a professional sense, we like to think of ourselves not in competition with each other. Uh, but from a business standpoint, we can talk about that. Well, unethical marketing would certainly be anything that puts down other dentists or inflates your own expertise beyond what is appropriate. So if uh, you are a true expert in in implantology or in sleep dentistry and you've taken courses, that's fine to list credentials, um, but to, to make a claim that can't be substantiated, I am the, the best dentist or any of those kinds of superlatives certainly would be crossing into that territory. But I would also say, and I think you would agree, it, it's not the most effective marketing either. Right. Unethical marketing may get a couple people in the door, um, but is it always the, the type of person that you want to be attracting to, to your practice? Um, you know, you want to be compelling people to come to your practice because you've, you've educated them, you've informed them about, uh, about a problem they may be having and, and you're hopefully touching on a pain point such as loose dentures or trouble with the, 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 their CPAP sleeping device. Um, by touching on a pain point, educating them about alternatives that you can provide, not only is that staying in ethical territory, but we're also hopefully bringing in a higher quality patient into our practice, not just someone who's looking for a bargain and you know coupon cutter. Right, I think your point about um, the competition and making sure that you're not attacking them, yeah. right? And, and I think there's ways to, to make light of what other dentists are doing in your marketplace that maybe differentiates yourself where you're not, you're not necessarily happy with without calling someone to the mat, right? right? And I think for, for me, in terms of marketing, I think what we look at is what words can we use that convey that message in a educational, informative way that isn't gonna get you into hot water, remains ethical, and your competition, you know, you're not gonna get into this huge sword fight with them. Right. And so from my standpoint, some of the tactical things that you could do is write down the differentiated services that you offer and come up with the words that you want to use that actually separate you from them without yeah. taking pot shots or saying things like, oh, I'm the best at this. Right. Um, because I do think that authority 
and being the expert go-to dentist in your area is, in terms of perception, is critical because I think people want to associate with experts. Um, it's like it's what you know what has been coined the Oprah effect, right? Dr. Oz, for example, is an MD, but he's not the world's best MD. But he happens to have his TV show. He happens to have media's and magazines, um, and I think as 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 a local dentist, you can do some of those things on a smaller scale. You can have your monthly newsletter that positions you as to what services you're offering. Are you doing charities? What's going on in the community? All great ethical things that keeps a relationship going with your consistent uh, patients that are visiting you or ones that are inactive. And that in itself will be media that you control that will make you an expert and authority. I think it's a great goal for ethical and effective marketing to, as you said, position yourself as being an expert and a leader in a field. You can do that without saying, I'm the greatest and I'm the best. Sure. Uh, just by educating people, they will, of course, lead, be led to believe that you are an expert. When you're able to do that successfully and position yourself as a thought leader, as, as a, an expert in an area, not just dentistry, but a, a niche of dentistry, implantology, sleep right. dentistry, whatever it might be, um, what helps then too is patients will view your services not as much as commodities and unfortunately the commoditization of our services is a growing right. concern. You know, what's to say that, that you know, my crown is any better than someone else's crown, a dentist down the street? Um, you know, I can charge more and maybe that signals to the, to the patient that therefore my crown must be better, but for a lot of folks they're like, well I'm just getting this crown for, for less money over here so I'm just going to go do that. Um, what can help us earn more and, and command the, a, a higher fee, a fee-for-service fee, is if the patient perceives that we are offering something that's truly unique and not a commodity. So whatever the service is, sleep dentistry, whatever, you're going to, I think, have fewer tire kickers coming into your practice sure. from your marketing efforts if they're helping establish you as offering a truly unique service and not just a product, a commodity. Right, and I think if you're doing that ethical marketing that is information-based that you're allowing your patients to access, your fee resistance drops dramatically is kind of what you're really getting right. at. Right. And I think when it comes to, to fee resistance, like, you know, you, you know, and I'm not saying you have to be a celebrity by any means, and be, you know, be on TV and doing different things, but I think when you do position yourself as an authority piece, and a lot of that authority and go-to has to do with your online brand, right? Making sure that you have fresh and new Google reviews, you have you know, everything organized, your name and businesses spelled properly, and all those kind of things that, that we see on a daily basis at our agency allows you to have someone who comes to the, to the computer, ends up in your chair, who is educated, qualified, and understands that, okay, this person, they know what they're talking about, I'm going to listen to them, and I'm, and I'm more likely to accept treatment and not be fee resistant and not be, um, like you said, either tire kicking or haggling over price and be become a commodity. Mm -hmm.